Hello, ladies and ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 90 of the Jake This of Jake Johansson podcast. Who's counting? I'm counting, but I'm not counting the bonus episode, so it's really more than 90 by a couple. Oh, but that's your job. That is not my job. This is episode 90, and that's how. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Thanks for listening. It's me, Jake. I'm here. I'm back in the U.S., United States of America, the U.S. of America. And it's good to be back, although I did enjoy my time in New Zealand with my in-laws, my relatives, my brothers, my sisters, my mothers, my fathers. And um, we had a great time. But I'm back here now. I'm back here now. And what am I going to do with my life? Where will I be going? Where will I go? Where can you see me? Where can we be together? Well, the first chance we're going to have is in Peoria, Illinois, a place is, it's exotic when you think about it that way. Why else are you going to go to Peoria except to come to this show? I don't know. I don't know. You tell me when we meet up there, April 3rd through 5th at uh, the Jukebox in Peoria, Illinois. Um, these, these dates are for 2014. I'm pretty sure that's the year that I'm speaking to you from April 11th through 13th. I'm going to be in Phoenix, Arizona at Stand Up Live in Phoenix, Arizona, April 11th through 13th. April 17th to 19th, I'm going to be in San Francisco at the Punchline. Let's have some fun in San Francisco. That's where I started my my talking career. And uh, then May 8th through 10th, I'm going to be at the Comedy Works at the Landmark in uh, Denverish, Denverish, Coloradoish. May through 10 Comedy Works. Be with me. Be together with me. Or fly to Ireland. Do that. That's not, I'm not, that's not a punishment. That's treats. I'm going to go to Ireland May 29th to June 2nd. I'm going to be at the Kilkenny uh, Sky Cat Laughs Comedy Festival. I think it's sponsored by Sky something. Probably vodka. Boy, I hope so. As if they couldn't uh, have enough fun with the beer. Oh, delicious Guinness. I'm going to drink some. I'm going to be in Ireland. I hope that you can make it to that. I'm also going to be in New Orleans for the Jazz and Heritage Festival, but that's just me having a good time. But tweet me if you'd like to know more about where I am during that time. So I'm at Jake This on Twitter. My website is jakethis.com. You can find out about all those dates. And uh, I, I, wish you, I wish you luck with your Internet. I know that you know what you're doing out there on the Internet because you found this, and you can't get this without that. And by this, I mean the Jake This of Jake Johansson podcast, and by that, I mean the Internet. So congratulations. You are good at something. You're good at this. You're good, you're good at getting things from the Internet for free because this is free, and I am my own sponsor, and I told you how you can help me. Uh, by coming to those shows, or you can download things. I don't know. You 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 do what you do, but please don't steal things from me if you can help it. I mean, if you can help it. Oh, boy. Anyway, I am really excited to be back here in uh, the United States, in California, back on my own turf. New Zealand is a great place to visit. I could even uh, I could even stay there for a longer time than a visit, but if I did, I would have to get better internet access because I missed all of all of us being together because I couldn't get on the in my phone. I could, who can afford to turn their phone on in New Zealand? I couldn't. My wife is on T-Mobile, and I'm going to get on T-Mobile. I think eventually, unless you tell me not to. Experts. Um, so I'm back, and guess who I'm talking to this week? It's me and Nigel. I really enjoy talking to Nigel, and we had a great conversation this week. So this is going to be that, and by this I mean episode 90, and by that I mean 
episode 90. I, I think I meant both things. I meant the same thing when I said this as I meant when I said that that time. And that's how I can fool you, ladies and gentlemen. Sometimes when I say this and that, that means two different things. And sometimes it means the same thing. But you are you and I am me. And here we go. The person whom you're trying to reach is currently unavailable. Please leave a message after the beep. Hello? Hello? Okay, I was just calling you, but it didn't go through. I know, I saw it come up and then it disappeared. So I thought I'll call you back. Yeah. Hi. See if that. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Holy smokes. What a day. This is on. We're podcasting. Okay. We're doing it. Yeah. It's happening. This is good. Oh, it's great. So I've just been in New Zealand. I know. I was going to say, I didn't even know you were back. I thought you were still over there. No, we just got back last night. Okay. So huh? you're, you're a little bit, your level is a little bit, if you can just lean back and. We're going to do, we're all do our best. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, that noise. It almost, I can almost feel that. Really? Is that better? Yeah. How's that? I feel better now. Okay. Yes, we just flew back yesterday, Air Fiji. Ooh. And they didn't lose the plane? They did not lose the plane. How do you know, Unless, though? Maybe yes. while you were on there, they lost you for a while and nobody told you. Maybe this, what we're doing now, is not real. How about that? Did you ever uh-huh. think of that? Did you ever uh-huh. think that you might be a figment of my imagination? <laughs> I do, actually. Those are the kind of thoughts I have all the time. <laughs> Me, too. <laughs> Me, too. That's what happens when you have all day to think about things. Yeah, when it comes down to it, whose podcast is this? Maybe we're both figments of the know. listener's imagination. Did you ever think of that? Maybe. See, you, I bet you don't even know what flight number you were on. If they said it was missing, you wouldn't even know. I think I know what flight number I was on, but how do I know that that's the same number that I thought it was yesterday? Exactly. There's no, there, there is no fact or science in life. That's what we've just discovered. How many children do I have, Nigel? How many? <laughs> Maybe none. Oh, man. In this world that we're talking about? Who yeah. knows? It could be infinite. <laughs> oh, if I have an infinite, if I have an infinite <laughs> number of children, I have not saved the right amount of money for their college. No, I was going to say nobody's going to school. No, everybody's staying home and coming up with theories like these. Well, if I have an infinite number of children, we're not going to need to go to college because we're going to be immediately in charge because there's an infinite yeah. number of us. You're going to be rich if you come up with something good to manufacture. The money's going to start rolling in. You've got a huge labor force. I do. Well, it's probably going to be iPods. <laughs> Those are hard to build. I would do, like, road work or something. Really? Maybe. <laughs> oh, man. I, I was hoping for a little bit higher prestige kind of a thing. But I guess if there's an infinite number of us, we're just going to have to do yeah. it as we can. You're, you're just going to outbid everybody. Yeah. Uh Yeah. So anyway, we'll we, we had a good trip. We didn't lose the plane. We made some progress in finding the plane while we were down there. I was able to organize the search efforts a little bit, and it, yeah, seems, like, it. it seems like they know where the plane is, although nice I don't work. know if they've confirmed any pieces that they found. But I've kind of tuned it out at this point because I, I, I sort of don't believe anything that's happening anyways. I have. I, I feel like it's a terrible tragedy for the people who had ah, loved ones on that worst. flight. But as far as the me keeping 
interested in it, I, I, I'm sort of like, okay, I'm ready for the next crazy thing. What's the next crazy thing that we're all supposed to be paying attention to, Nigel? I don't know. That I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm trying to avoid it. Like it sort of has made me want to avoid knowing about anything because it's just one of these things where they're they're talking about it 24 seven, but they have no idea what they're talking about. Or it's like listening to us. <laughs> yes, it is. Except they won't admit that they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Whereas we, I freely admit that uh, this is a foundationless conversation. In fact, we probably are. S- figments of your imagination listeners yeah. but yeah. Uh, just enjoy yourself relax a little bit none of this is happening i saw um just before we started talking and i didn't get finished uh looking through it but somebody posted a story about um do you know the movie idiocracy yes okay so it's a the, great movie by the way if people are if if there really are people listening to this conversation right. i i highly recommend idiocracy because i i thought it was just a great satire of the direction we're headed. And yeah. the longer, the more time that's passed now since that movie, the more, I think, accurate the predictions are becoming. That's what this story was. It's 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 basically all the things that have come true in that movie. Like, since that movie has come out, all, like, saying basically a lot of those predictions were correct, and, and maybe that's where we're headed. Yeah. Well, I think there's a good chance. It's, Not it's all good of chance. us. Yeah. So... I've got nowhere to go with this because I don't okay, know well, if anybody's seen the movie or not, but you can look it up. Well, it's just that, that see. more and more people become less and less informed. Because, well, and that's the way we're going. You don't really have to know anything to live in the world now. You just, you know, you go to the grocery store to get your food and you go to the Internet and get your podcasts. And then we all can basically figure sex out on our own. But if you can't figure that out, there's plenty of porn out there. And eventually <laughs> there's a lot of people who know how to make more people. And there's not many people who know how to feed people and take care of people and run things. To where the president of the United States in idiocracy is like a professional wrestling kind of macho guy who only knows how to posture and he's wearing sleeveless shirts. It's pretty great. And they're yeah. watering they're watering their plants with uh, like Gatorade because they yeah. need to hydrate the you know. So yeah. So it's just it's just kind of the right direction we're heading in in the terms of that the world is becoming so great for us in the civilized world us people who can listen to podcasts people who have that kind of free time and those resources the world is getting so great for us that we really don't have to know how to do anything anymore and yeah. we can still have a pretty pretty easy life and right. until eventually it all does fall apart because finally no one knows how to f- how the electricity comes out of the wall and how the water comes out of the tap <laughs> and how hey, oh, we're supposed to clean that or fix a machine somewhere that's you know, help, helping that get made. Yeah, we're in trouble. Yeah. But that's not going to happen for a while yet. Well, yeah, we still got a couple of years. I feel like we've still got our whole lifetimes with my infinite number of children to uh, to enjoy yeah. our lives. Your infinite number of kids are screwed. They're screwed. You're fine. They're You're screwed. Fine. But they're they're in a lot of trouble. They're in trouble. It's and not only that, they're two times infinity number of grandchildren they're going to make for me. I mean, oh, we're, eventually we're, we're all going to have to start eating each other. But I don't think it's going to come to that in our lifetime. <laughs> maybe. If those earthquakes keep happening, maybe. You could turn into a Mad Max society down there. I think in L.A. it would only take like two days before it went Mad Max. 
because people are so paranoid and freaked out and self-absorbed I that would, you would just you would just immediately kill your neighbor with an axe if something <laughs> went wrong for three days. You're like, I got to kill this guy to survive because you've been watching enough Walking Dead to believe that exactly. that is that's that's the spot you're in. Like I've got yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised, in fact, to find out that someone had already eaten their neighbor out in the valley somewhere. <laughs> it's true. Be that's yeah. Put in, get a new lock for your door. Get your infinite kids. Hang on, are you fucking kidding me? What? I. Are you not recording this? I I, I don't. <laughs> Is, I think we're we, okay. I think okay. we're okay. For some reason, I was really hoping for a big surprise. Like you were staring at the screen, go, saying "No talk, don't talk." And smiling, like kind of grinning a little bit. I really thought there was going to be a big surprise. Like something was going to, like you were going to take control of my computer and like confetti was going to shoot out of it or something. Like, oh, how did you do that? I was worried that we accidentally were not recording, but for some reason the digital counter was not counting. But it, it is, it is in fact, it, was, it did record. So I was verifying. So you were looking at my face and I was listening to the recording of the thing if in fact uh, we're real but we may not be real what i man, was <laughs> this really is we are in the twilight zone on this episode i don't know what, what the shit what if you were watching the screen and seeing my face and then all at once i disappeared and you looked to your right and i was there <laughs> I, would, I would love that actually that'd be great i would too what would we do we'd go for coffee sure <laughs> in canada in yeah. the, whatever temperature it is there it's in a, the it's, blizzard is it a blizzard right now? It's been snowing for like three days straight. Oh, my God. Well, it's awful. Yeah, save yourselves up there. Calgary, that's where you are. Mm-hmm. And I'm here in Los Angeles. It's nice. Shirt sleeve weather. How was, um, how was New Zealand? What was, what was the weather like there? It was, was it great. Well, summer? Springtime there? Yeah, no. well, they're just going into, yeah. they're going into fall. We're going into spring, and they're going oh, into Oh, right, fall. okay. Um, but their their winters are fairly mild. But it was yeah, it was seventies during the day, and you know maybe go down to sixties, fifty at night. You know it was pretty yeah. pretty nice. No rain the whole time. Oh, uh, it was great. It was nice. great. And the wedding? How was the wedding? Weddings are good. I had not been to a wedding with my wife in a while, and so I mean she had gone to weddings, but uh-huh. I had been out of town working, so we hadn't gotten to go to a wedding together in a while. And this because it was her sister's wedding to be part of the family although we don't know a lot of their friends so it was fun to meet them but it was also fun to be completely authorized to do whatever ridiculous behavior you, you want because you're related <laughs> to the bride and then right. also completely anonymous like no who are those people we got a lot of like you guys are great what do you because as soon as the music started we got on the dance floor and we're just doing our whatever nonsense occurred to us we we had the best time oh, uh, right. yeah it was really really fun it was really oh, that's fun. good. But then you had to fly out like right away the next day, right? Well, that, but there was Air Fiji came to the rescue. We were supposed oh. to leave in the afternoon, which meant to, in order to get to Auckland, we had a flight to connect to a flight. So we were going to have to leave on the morning after the wedding at eight in the morning in the car, driving to the airport at eight in the morning. But our flight got changed out of Fiji mercifully. And so we changed our other flights, which ended up costing it bunch of money but it was completely worth it because we didn't have to leave till noon so yeah it was great it was Uh, great and also we avoided a five-hour layover in fiji which you go to the you get to they're so nice in fiji immediately fiji air is run by fiji people 
And so immediately when you go to get on the airplane, they're all like, Bula, which is, I think, how you say hello and goodbye and, and uh, you know, I love you in Fiji. Bula. So they all are saying Bula, and they're smiling like you know what it means. And so then you start saying Bula because it's so much fun. It looks fun when they're saying it, so you say it. But then we get to Fiji, and they're very nice. And uh, we've only got a one-hour layover, and we get to go to the, you know, I've got some status with American Airlines, and so they're partners. So we get to go to the the you know the important people lounge but it's mm-hmm. packed <laughs> and so you don't <laughs> feel important everybody there. gets to go in Fiji they yeah. don't care and it's they 10 o'clock at in. night Bula, so. come on in Bula. and they're selling you know they've all these airports now have a little mall a shopping mall in the airport so even though you're in Fiji for just one hour you could buy a new pair of tennis shoes and a whole beach outfit but mm-hmm. we skipped the mall and just went to the lounge which was packed and all they have are you know they have some things that are good to eat like curried stuff if you're an adult but you know our daughter was not into that and so we only had to be in fiji for an hour which was good i mean i'd love to go back to fiji sometime where you can go outside and hang out with these people they're so happy i mean what's wrong wrong with your daughter that she doesn't want to eat a big bowl of curry before you get on a 13-hour flight (laughs) yeah well she's only nine I don't know when I don't know when you decide that you like curry if you're not a curry eating person. I mean, I suppose if you were born in India, you'd be eating curry since you were a baby, but it seems like the best thing to have in the airport lounge. That seems like what everybody wants to eat before you get on a plane. Well, then when right? you get on the plane, the food on the plane is all curry too. So do you want this do you want the beef curry or the chicken curry for dinner? Yeah. And what and what size diaper do you wear? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you there's, only, the there's only two bathrooms on this plane. Yeah, we were lucky because uh, we had we had close access to one of the bathrooms, but uh, it was a, it was a good uh, it was some good flying. We managed to make it back. Well, that's nice that there. It's nice to have a positive airline experience. And that's we're not fun. jet lagged. Yeah, we're not. Oh no, you know. We seem to dodge that bullet. I, I mean, the, the idea is that you stay up. Whatever you do when you get there, you don't go to bed until it's bedtime wherever you are. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's what, so by yeah. the next day, you're all sorted. So there was a weird time. We got in at 1 in the afternoon. And so from like 3 o'clock until we went to bed at 930 I was sort of insane. All I was just walking around <laughs> trying to tell myself, don't go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, but that works though. That totally, that is how you. Uh, that's how you adjust. It works. I made it. I did it. Yeah, yeah. And I did it without any. I didn't have any drinks when we got here. No coffee. I just got wow. it out. Did it. Yeah. So way I made it. Go. I survived. Way to go. Yeah, I survived. So it's... that's why I have hopes for myself when we finally get to idiocracy time. I'm going to be running things. You're going to be the survivor. Because no, you, you're the guy that knows how to beat jet lag. Yeah. That's that's going to be some valuable knowledge. Well, maybe not after we get to the autocracy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we had a couple of uh, earthquakes. We had an earthquake before I left, and then yeah. I guess there was another one while I was gone. But they were just these are just fives. They're no big deal. I know. That's what I say, too. People are like, oh, that's scary. Not really. I mean, half the time, I mean, I think I've only experienced a couple down there because a lot of times I was away. Like you, like you're away, so you missed this one. Yeah. But... You know, for the most part, it's like it's, you don't need, like sometimes you don't even really notice them. Right. I've definitely I've definitely had them where I was like, when did it happen? Well, I missed it. Or and then once you're used to it, they don't really bother you until you know. But before they start to get scary, they're over usually. Yeah. Yeah. 
So anyway, so, I'm not. Uh, I'm not worried about that. I know. The, the only people that are worried about it are people that are living in, you know, sub-zero temperatures for nine months out of the year. And they're like, ooh, boy, you wouldn't want to have to go through one of those for 30 seconds. That would be the worst. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to console yourselves yeah. up there in your igloos in Calgary. Yeah. Like, yeah. at least we don't have earthquakes. <laughs> it's like, no. Still stupid. Yeah. Still yeah. stupid. I think you made the right, the wrong trade going back mm-hmm. to Canada. Yeah, it's the worst. Oh, I did get so on our flight to Fiji, mm-hmm. which was a three-hour flight. We, we, you know, it's two seats and two seats. So, Blind and Fanula sat, and then I sat next to a random dude, uh-huh. who was one of these guys who loves to talk. He was on a vacation <sighs> without his wife to New Zealand, <laughs> and he wanted to tell me about it, and then ask me about it, and then eventually it gets to like, what do you do for a living? And oh, I just, no. I just answer because I can't. I mean, I, I can't make up. So, so I tell him I'm a comedian. But then people's, their default assumption is that they know as much about being a comedian as you do because they haven't heard of you. So, so you must be some kind of a, an amateur person. So, so right. he wants to talk about David Letterman <laughs> and Jay Leno. And, you know, I, I don't want to tell him, look, I know those guys or I've been on that show. So I have to listen to his dopey opinions and analysis <laughs> about the shows. And he just won't stop. He just won't stop. And he sells real estate. So then he wants to talk about where we live and what kind of a house it is. And do you have an ocean view? And is it just a glimpse of the ocean? Or do you actually have a view? I want to go look. Do you want to know what my house is worth? I mean, you can see my wife. Do you? I, what? Come on. <laughs> Come on, man. Stop talking to me. I wanted to say, look, could you just please stop talking to me and let me read my magazine? I really yeah. just want to read this magazine. I always have headphones. That was the thing. I, I, didn't, I didn't have the headphones in when we sat down because I was talking to my wife. And then he started talking to me. And then it was hard to just go, okay, it's over for you right now. Luckily... Yeah. <laughs> There was a screaming baby behind us, so I said, I got to put the headphones in because that baby's driving me nuts. And then I could, he, I got a little vacation from him, but it's still about uh, 45 minutes before we landed, he wanted to reactivate our relationship and start talking some more. I know. That's the worst. I, I put my headphones in immediately. As soon as I sit down, I put headphones on. I mean, I, I mean, maybe that's a rude thing, but it's just like, I just don't want to, I don't want to talk for the whole flight. Cause, and a lot of times, too, it's because. I really do want to listen to some music or watch a video or something, you know. Or um, listen to our podcast. Go over some of this gold. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen to this stuff because I <laughs> just just to, <laughs> just to be sure that we're real. Just to be sure it's as good as what I thought it was in my head. <laughs> yeah, better listen to this again. Um, but and then because you know it's not that you don't I don't ever talk to the people sitting next to you but it's like you, you want to establish a, a certain amount of quiet time because I have had those people where it's just they're gonna talk and it's the same thing as soon as they know you're a comedian they want to talk forever about stuff that I don't want to talk about so it's and it's really hard I don't want to be rude you don't want to be rude to somebody but some people have it's so weird right socially where like you don't want to be rude to somebody but that person is being rude by just not picking up on any of the social signals that you're not interested well i i'm sort of now thinking that what i need to do is to write my own one-man show that is basically what do you do for a living i'm a comedian and then i just talk 
once once I say I'm a comedian, I talk then for an hour without stopping, <laughs> and I lay out all the things I've done and places I've been to the point where they're now now they have to be polite because it's like oh look I don't really care about all the things you've done, but then I'm going to reminisce about performing for the president and then talk about them. <laughs> the time. I was with the Letterman show and it was raining and there was a leak in the roof and they couldn't get it stopped, but they incorporated it into the show. And one time I was on with an Elvis impersonator, you know, just to be like, hey, if we're going to play the boring game. I think yeah. I'm going to win this thing. <laughs> God, but that's the thing is it could be careful how long of a flight you're on because you start off with your one hour monologue. They could just be writing down questions yeah. the whole time. <laughs> Finally, when you're done, they're like, are you done? Because I've got a few questions. <laughs> are you done? Because I got this legal pad full of questions about that leak at the Letterman taping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it could happen. It could happen. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but I've actually, I mean, a lot of people it's don't talk as much anymore either. I mean, I found that I think with technology and texting and social media, people aren't really as good at it either. Like I find sometimes in public, because I'm a pretty friendly person in public. Like if I'm buying something in the store, I talk to the cashier and say, how right. you doing? How was your day? You know, and I find a lot of people aren't really like that anymore like some people if you're standing in line waiting you talk to the guy behind you some people are really uncomfortable with like they sort of are like oh uh, what no they don't well they can't believe that you're talking to them first of all and then second of all they don't uh, i mean i talk about this a little bit of my act it freaks them out it freaks them out that there's a person that they don't know talking to them yeah and then they yeah, don't know so. how to do it yeah but but see I can't to me those are really s- that, that i know how to do it i know how to do my act and my show but I don't really know how to, you know, once like how you doing? I'm doing good. This and that. This is what I'm doing today. I don't. Yeah. I don't really need more conversation. No, 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 oh, no, no. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying in those situations, I'm great because it's only going to be a minute tops, right? Of but behind the guy behind the counter, like it's not going to take him that long to ring you up, right? And then you're out. You're both going. You're leaving. He's staying there. I think right? he but may the- have. I think he may have put your finger on what the problem is with our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> One of us needs to leave. We need to get up and walk away from this. Yeah, well, we're only both we're both only used to little short conversations, so this is really a big stretch for us to yeah, be talking but the for this flight, long. When you're sitting next to somebody for three hours, that's where you got to be careful because, man, you don't. I don't want to do a whole three hour conversation with somebody. Well, maybe I should just start bringing up the things like how about the miss? We did talk a little bit about the missing plane. The real estate agent was pretty convinced that within five years we're going to know everything that happened. And I said, I didn't think so because, you know, they can't, they, they're not going to find the black box. Like yeah. now, now I know the reason that he's wrong and I'm to actually, but I don't care. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I need to, I know enough about what really happened. They all well, crashed you into just, the ocean. You just need to be the super negative guy that's just like, well, in five years, we're all going to be dead. So who cares at that point? Yeah. I'm gonna you just dead. keep throwing out stuff like that to the point where people are like, man, this guy's a downer. Yeah. That's what you think, but I'll tell you what I think. I think a total global food shortage is going to cause the demise. You know, those people on that plane were lucky compared to what's going to happen to us. (laughs) Yeah, totally. I hope this plane crashes, I'll tell you that right now. (laughs) It's pretty hard to say something like that. I did say to him, look, I'm not crazy about talking about plane crashes while I'm on a plane. Yeah. I prefer not to do that. I did say that to him. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good out too. You start making up reasons why you don't want to talk about what they're talking about. 
No matter what I'm he like, brings up, I have an excuse. Yeah, yeah I'm like, like look, Soviet I get Union. The, I, get... <laughs> I once had a bad night at vodka drinking, and so I don't like to talk about the Soviet Union. I get that you like gardening, but my grandfather passed away in a garden, and it just is really hard for me to get so, if you don't mind. Yeah. And then when he tries to change the subject, then you go into the details of it was a big radish. <laughs> I mean, I, we always said we should get him a wheelbarrow, and we never did. And it just, you know, these are, these are the way things happen, and it's very upsetting. Yeah, that is what happens. <laughs> so, speaking yeah. of the Soviet Union, which I just brought up, Uh-oh. what's going to happen? Are they just going to slowly take over little tiny pieces of what used to be the Soviet Union until they're the Soviet Union again? Maybe. I think they might just take over the world. I think I think the Soviets are just going to sign up. Like China, they're just going to get together with China and be like, "Hey, are you tired of everybody else?" And they go, "Yeah, hey, let's just have it be us from now on." But yeah, hey, remember when the whole world was scared of us? It's kind of a bummer that that's not the case anymore. <laughs> Should we see if we can get that started? I feel like that's where Vladimir Putin's coming from right now. Yeah, and it's, it could easily work. It works for me. I don't know if it can work because we're living in this idiocracy world where it's like I start to think, like, do I really – how fired up am I about Crimea not being a part of the Ukraine and now being part of the Soviet Union? Does that really chap my ass? It doesn't. No, but when they take over Hawaii, you're going to start thinking like, hey, wait, why is Russia getting Hawaii? I like that you I chose like Hawaii that instead of Alaska, which is probably <laughs> – Alaska used to be part of the Soviet Union, but I, I think we all sort of feel like, well, look, it's – Nobody gives – Yeah, that was right, a mistake. No, can, no, they could have Alaska easily. You can have it back. But P.S., yeah, you're not allowed to drill for oil up there. That's that's how yeah. we do it. That's, you can, <laughs> all you get is a bunch of snow and Sarah Palin. Yeah. And, and I mean, it. some awesome people who live in Alaska. I know we must have Alaskan yeah. listeners yeah. trapped indoors. And I mean, beautiful I, do, I have wildlife. I, it is beautiful in Alaska. Now, I take it back because all the people that I met in Alaska when I was there, I actually enjoyed them. And uh, I, I wouldn't want them to have to become Soviet people. So we're just going to let Russia have the snow and icy yeah. parts of Alaska, but we're keeping all the cities. Yeah, but you know what? I feel like those people, they just moved to like Minneapolis or something. We're going to relocate them back down. Yeah, there. they just go. You know what? If Russia's coming here, then I'm going. I'm going to the Twin Cities. Wouldn't it be awesome if somewhere <laughs> like in the Bay Area, <laughs> they just create a city, and all the people in Alaska move there? It would be a great town because now it's not cold, and those people are just going to be loving it. Yeah, you know, it has to be somewhere that has like good hunting and fishing, though. I feel like most people that are up there are really into, yeah. or you have to have like a big shooting range or something that they can still keep working on, so that they have enough. The problem with those Alaskans like those... is you got to get enough animals for them to kill. They're insatiable. You just get those big styrofoam deer in the desert all set up, and you go out there and blast away at them for a while. But they get to wear shorts while they're doing it, oh, so it's kind of a. It's like yeah, it's not a real one, but hey, I'm wearing shorts. And it's I'm not nice. cold. I'm yeah, not it's cold. not cold out here. My gun isn't freezing up. That's nice. Yeah, we might have to ask some Alaskans to help us design a place that's really nice as far as they're concerned. I would like. Well, to I, do I think that we've for come me. up with a we've come up with a pretty good no, framework this is a pretty here. Solid plan. This is a pretty solid framework. I think a lot of people we'd have to have some kind of like a referendum on it that they'd need to be included. Hey, if we sell if we sell your house to Russia, where would you like to go? Northern California, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Minnesota's yeah, cold. Minnesota's it's cold. cold. Or would you rather be somewhere warm? 
Man, you guys decide. Yeah. Yeah. So, good work. I don't know. But yeah, America's only really going to care when Russia takes Hawaii. Then they're going to be like, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Now, how did this now, happen? Now, hey, what? <laughs> that whole Crimea thing was fine. Mm-hmm. Now you're just getting greedy. But this is this is over the top. Yeah, but by then it's too late. Yeah, I think you're right. By the time we yeah. lose Hawaii, it is too late. Yeah, then we're in trouble. It's probably good that we're not in charge yet. Yeah, because, I mean, I haven't... There's a lot of things I haven't thought through. We've got a lot to learn. Yeah. <laughs> We've got some rules and some plays that need to be sorted out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't think about it that much either. I think that's part of being in a dumb society where you've got, like, you know, where you can farm on Facebook. Who cares about global politics? Can you still farm on Facebook? I don't know. Maybe. I get requests. I, I've seen things come through. Uh, I had it because I looked at my Facebook on the computer, and there's all these things of people that are asking you to play games and stuff that I don't usually see on my other thing. And uh-huh. I think that I think some of the, I don't know what they were, but there's yeah games and I still, stupid. I things still feel you, like they haven't made the social network that's right for me. I mean, I do like this podcast yeah. because. I'm talking to you, and I enjoy your. Maybe, maybe I should do. We should just fix Facebook, where it's just you. We each have one friend, and it's yeah. And it's you the just other pick guys. your friend. Yeah. That's it. You pick your friend. You hang out, and then turn it off. It's hard to promote your shows. Hey, Nigel, I'm going to be in Kansas City. <laughs> Ooh, I'm not going to be there. That's wish I was. That'd be fun, though. Have fun. Yeah. I wish I could tell some other people on this platform about it. But I'm not connected to anyone. No, I don't know anybody else out here, just you. Yeah, I, I don't know. It was kind of nice. That was one of the nice things about being in New Zealand, being kind of off of the... I had kind of limited internet stuff, and so I didn't really tweet or Instagram or any of that stuff. It's, you know, it was nice to not be doing not yeah. be doing that. Oh, it's yeah, fun. I agree. It's fun to go on and feel connected to people and post little things and get reactions. But but there's also a sort of a, a like I was in the room with real people talking to them, in yeah, a foreign country. Yeah, it's weird because I get in uh, I get in, you know, you go through stints where you don't. For me, I don't interact with a lot of people very much. You know, like going to a wedding or something because a lot of times it's just me. Like you do your show and you're up there talking, and then a lot of times I just leave, say hi to a few people, whatever, and then you just go back to your hotel room, and that's it. Like you're not really socializing as much as people that work in an office or something where you're spending 10 hours a day around 30 people mm-hmm. and you're all talking and stuff or you know so uh that's your I imagination some- that's your imaginary office job that you don't really yeah. have that's yeah what, that's what you <laughs> think is going how, on in an office that's, how, that's what i think is having in an office there's just 30 people in there they're all just talking <laughs> just talking all day just Never. fucking around not doing anything <laughs> i guess i think they're actually working a lot of the time where they have <laughs> no, to be quiet no. so it looks like they're working no, they're talking about The Walking Dead and all that kind of stuff. Okay. I don't know. okay. But then when you go to those things, it sometimes it feels weird. Like it, it feels uh, kind of exhausting to me all to talk to all those people and all the interacting. And yeah, yeah. But it's nice. Like afterwards, but it's it's sort of like a muscle that sometimes slips. I like I me. like it. I like. I mean, I mean, my whole reason to do the podcast is because i want to connect with people who will then come to the show so we can be in person together yeah and i feel like with some of the other social media things like like i like twitter 
a little bit, and definitely Facebook. It feels like it's a fake version of. I mean, just Facebook doesn't seem right to me. I can't get it to seem right to me. <laughs> no, but it's kind of the way that people do communicate now. Like, I think. I mean, no, I think I, def- I think the I reality have- of people's lives is it's more like like at least you and I get to go out and do a show where we're talking to people and then they talk to us afterwards. I think the reality of a lot of people's lives is they have a lot of their interactions with the other people who are. Okay, fair enough. They do know on Facebook, unlike us, where you've got right. a lot of friends that you maybe don't know in person. But they have a lot of their interactions with people on yes. Facebook or online. And then when they're not doing that, they're at home in their house alone. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Again, that's my fantasy of what other people's lives know. are like. I don't know I don't if that's know true people, or not. But I, I do know that I've had people before that, like, I've done a show or been at a party or something and then had somebody add me on Facebook and send me a message and say, hey, I saw you at this party or at your show or whatever. And it's like, well, why wouldn't you have just come over and said hi there? Like, you went home and then sent me a message from your social media thing. Because this is how we do it now. Just, yeah, because that's how they do it. And it's like, you know, I'm not going to be like that moment is over. We could have like said hi. And then when you are friends on one of those things, like, oh, I actually know who that is. This but people the, don't really do that anymore. This will be how, how our first telepathic thing happens is you'll have a brain link in your brain to your Facebook page. So then when you see someone, you can just immediately Facebook them. You won't have to talk to them, but you can Facebook them and then instant message them and then read their instant message. So you're looking at them, but you're actually interacting inside your own mind on Facebook with them. That's, that's I feel like, where we're really headed. That's the future. Mm-hmm. And then also masturbating at the same time. <laughs> but you don't actually masturbate. It's just no, a sensor you don't. You that's just, in your pants. Every so often yeah. you have an organ- orgasm that you you, pre, <laughs> you preload that during the beginning of the day. You decide when during the day you're going to have an orgasm. And then, and then so that happens. And then does that get posted onto your wall? So people oh, just like, a second. I just said. <laughs> everybody sees like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm interacting with this guy. He just had an orgasm. What the? Why are you orgasming while we're talking? At first, it's going to be hard for people to get used to that that happens, and then but pe- because people are going to think that it has something to do with them, you know, because yeah. we're all about us, us, me, right. me. Just because you had an orgasm while you were talking to me, that doesn't mean it had anything to do with me. You could right. have programmed yourself to have an orgasm with Jessica Alba, and it just coincidentally happens right. during the time that we're also talking. You could have been looking at a pop-up window of Jessica Alba while we were having our interaction, mm-hmm. or maybe it's just a pop-up right. window that happens in my. You know, internet pants. So your future my uh, internet pants. Your your future internet interaction is going to be a lot like talking to a homeless guy on the street. <laughs> yes, I feel like we're headed that direction. Yeah. Okay. We're headed Perfect. that direction where we're, we're we're having multiple experiences at the same time. Some yeah. with people who are actually present, and some yeah. with people who are not there, and that none of those people are necessarily aware of each other unless we allow them to be. Yeah. And and the Jessica Alba that I'm having a relationship with is not the real Jessica Alba. It's just some, you know, composite photos and videos of her that have been turned into another thing that's totally owned by me. Uh-huh. But that is a healthy relationship as well. <laughs> super, Don't discount yes, that. it is super healthy. I mean, yeah. well, what I'm talking about is a road to mel- mental wellness. I think any psychologist would agree with you that this is... 
a, a healthy pathway to be on. If only we were able to get a hold of a, a healthy psychologist. <laughs> That's true. They don't exist. You could create one uh, on your Facebook account, like your Jessica Alba. Yeah, my fake therapist has signed off your on fake. my fake relationship with my fake Jessica Alba. <laughs> so there's nothing to worry about. I've had it vetted, and I also ran it by my fake attorney. So, yeah. Uh, Done. Yeah. God, I love the way that the internet really is the future. It is the future. It is yeah. the future. I mean, so one day this podcast may turn out to be as prescient and predictive as the movie Idiocracy. It's true. I, if we're lucky, I don't doubt that. If we're lucky, what if it turns out? What if it turns out you have already written the Bible, <laughs> the new uh. Bible? I could see that being the case, and it's oh, the future Bible, like yeah, the future, future Bible. Bible. That's what I'm saying yeah, is not the some, Bible. at some point in the future, like your tax return from 1997 <laughs> is what <laughs> is what the world is basing its behavior on. Yeah, God, oh, man, then get ready for a lot of fun, everybody. Yeah, it was a good we're year, basic. 97. Yeah, uh, we're basic, especially that tax return. There's a lot of fun things mm-hmm. happened that year. Well, I'm a lot saying of good you got to read. You got to read between <laughs> the lines. You know, it's not all right there in black and white. But when you look at some of those movie receipts, yeah, I also did put a few. I do put a few notes in my tax returns. You know, just for the mm-hmm. for the auditor, whoever's going through it. Yeah, I, I fill in a few blanks. Yeah, just to let you know it's why nice. that's in there. A little personal note. Yeah, this movie was great. <laughs> Go see it, it if you haven't. Here's the joke I wrote about it. <clears throat> Man, you know what I watched last night? Just mm. to totally no, I don't change gears. It's time for a gear change, Nige. I watched Leaving Las Vegas. Oh, have, you had have, seen it before, have you? Yeah, but I saw like I think when it kind of when it first came out, like a really long time ago. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it a few times. How did it hold up? Uh, man, it's, it's not an uplifting story. No. It's about a guy, for anybody who hasn't seen it, it's about a guy, Nicolas Cage, who uh, decides to go to Vegas to drink himself to death. Nicolas Cage is an actor, and he plays that <laughs> character, though. It's not actually a, a documentary about Nicolas Cage. I'm trying to help people in the future who might be listening to this oh, right. to understand. Okay. Yeah, is, okay. this, is this something that Nicolas Cage is actually doing right now? Yeah. No. I did. Oh, okay. Uh, so, and then he meets Elizabeth Shue, who is a prostitute, and they sort of become friends. Mm-hmm. And she actually and, falls in love with him. And, and they sort of fall in love. It becomes like the, the kind of the saddest, weirdest love story ever. Well, I find that in that movie, it was believable that a prostitute was falling in love with a John who also happened to be a suicidal, hopeless alcoholic. Yeah. But in real life. The prostitute that falls in love with you when you're a hopeless, suicidal alcoholic uh-huh. is not as attractive as a little. No, she's Jew. very, very attractive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I and also, uh, yeah. There's not too many other. It's uh, yeah, man. It's it's not. It's no pretty woman. This movie, like when you think about movies about prostitutes, I think Pretty Woman maybe sugarcoated some of the prostitution aspects a little bit. Yeah, well, I think they they, they sort of gloss this over is, the, a lot of the prostitution stuff in Leaving Las Vegas. I mean, well, there's still a lot of like hitting, and it was, it was very uncomfortable. Yeah. It's very some very uh, disturbing, awful things in that movie. But yeah, not uh, not easy to go to bed after watching that. Is what I'm going to say. Don't watch it. It makes uh, you uneasy. About halfway through, you stop wanting another beer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, it's a hard it's a hard one to watch when you're drunk. It's it really is hard to. I mean, and I've had times where I've I've had my fair share of alcohol, but watching him drink is, I mean, just pound down a bottle of vodka. It just like it it physically was a painful thing to watch a little bit. Like you just think like a lot of it made me think how much like could you actually do this? And if you did do that, if you were trying to drink yourself to death, a could you really do it? Uh, I guess you could. I guess that does. I think happen you could, sure. but I don't think it would be pleasant. I think it would be no. very unpleasant. It wouldn't be like that whole like you you give yourself. It wouldn't be like oh you you go to sleep in a euphoric state and then you just never wake up. It would be like you feel terrible and you start puking and then yeah. you crap your pants and then you throw up and then you choke on your own vomit and drown yeah. and you're yeah or you. Yeah, you most likely have a terrible fall off of something because you're so drunk you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Or, you know, something awful. But, yeah. Yeah, pretty uh, pretty not glamorous of a movie, but a great movie. I I, but, I have to say that I really liked it as a movie, but, yeah, it's, I don't know if I could watch it again now. It's, it's, it might be a little too much of a downer. I find as I get older, I'm, uh, the downer movies, there's enough yeah. downer things in life. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't I need to go watch a movie about a downer. I could just call one of my friends and get them to tell me a downer story. Yeah, like, I sort of feel like those movies, like, the really downer movies that once you've watched them once, don't ever watch them again. Mm-hmm. Because when you watch them once, you're like, well, that was a great movie. Like, you know, Schindler's List or something like that. You're like, wow, what a great, it's an excellent movie. But then you watch them again and you just start, you start thinking about everything on a deeper level <laughs> and, and, like, thinking more about it. And then it's just, ooh, it's way down. You've already been through that once before. You don't need to do it again. Uh, I watched Dead Man Walking the first time and I was like, man, I, I don't think I can watch that one again. Do you remember yeah. Dead Man Walking? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. It's like you get on an elevator and it keeps going down. And then every, when you think it's at the bottom, it's not at the bottom. And then finally it drops you off in the darkest sub-basement dungeon. And then the elevator's broken. The movie's over. See you later. <laughs> yeah. That was <laughs> a toughie. Out. That was a toughie. Um, but, yeah. on a, but on a happier side note and, and in, the, in a sexist kind of vein, uh-huh. if you went to a uh, legal whorehouse, I mean, let's keep it legal. Let's okay. say you go to a legal yeah, whorehouse of in Las Vegas. As if Vegas. I would go to an illegal one. Yes, that's not the kind of person that you are or the kind of person no. that I am. And in fact, go look at so, my tax returns from 1997. It's all there. All those whorehouses are legit. <laughs> They're all legitimate, or they were at the time. Yeah. You go to the legitimate whorehouse, and your choice between the two hookers uh-huh. is one that looks like Julia Roberts and another uh-huh. one that looks like Elizabeth Shue. Which one do you pick? Whew, that's a tough one. It is tough. No, no, I, it's not that tough for me. Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, I feel like yeah. I'm there too. Yeah, it's me too. She's she is a a beautiful woman. Like I did watching that movie again. I was like, that was the only thing that pulled me out of it for a second. Was I was like, she she's so beautiful. There's no way she could be a prostitute. She's yeah. way too pretty. That that was a little bit of that's what yeah. I thought too. Julia Roberts, she could be a hooker, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. That's our show. <laughs> I believe that. Yeah, no, I, you're right. I didn't. I did not believe her as a hooker either. Um, yeah, she's too. Yeah, she she gonna get scooped up by some guy in a second. I found it hard to believe that Richard Gere needed to go to be with a hooker, but uh, anyway. 
Yeah, the whole Pretty Woman thing's got a lot of holes in it. That's my it's... fantasy about what it would be like to be Richard Gere. Is like, no more hookers. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's not the case. No. Words Richard Gere has never said. <laughs> no more hookers. No more hookers. Uh, you feel like he's one of those always room for one more hooker yeah, guys. Exactly. That's when his friends slap him on the back and start laughing hysterically. <laughs> we knew you were kidding when you <laughs> no said more. no more hookers. <laughs> you really had me going for Rich. Oh, you had me going for a yeah. bit there. That's a good one. Uh, it's a good one. All right. Seriously, let's get some cash. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Richard Gere. I haven't seen Richard Gere for a while. He's out he's having he, lunch with the Dalai Lama and stuff a lot, so we don't know for sure what he's doing. Oh, yeah, he's gone kind of political and save the world kind of thing. Save the earth, right? I think that's what's save happened to him. I don't know. I don't know what I would do if I was mega handsome and, and also fairly rich and a successful actor. I don't know what I would do, so it's hard for me to guess what he's doing. Yeah, well, I think we know what he's doing. Hookers. Well, he divorced that. Hookers and the Dalai Lama. He divorced that Cindy Crawford, or she divorced him. You know, yeah, once, what a huge once. mistake. How do you let that happen? Well, I don't like to think that I would divorce Cindy Crawford, but... Uh, no. What if she was a hooker? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I might divorce my wife. <laughs> just, just to take her shopping on Rodeo Drive, yeah. like you do with hookers. Yeah, it's a good thing Cindy Crawford is not a hooker. <laughs> Because that could be hard on my marriage. Because otherwise, I would be calling her up immediately. Oh, yeah. Is Cindy Crawford busy right now? <laughs> Does she have any openings uh, this afternoon? Or Just any time this week. I can work around her schedule. You tell me when she's free, and then I'll make my time. You let me know when she's hooking, and I'll be available. Yeah, I don't want this to be a super creepy episode, but <laughs> I think it's too late. I hope these girls aren't listening to this, you know? Well, I do know for a fact that there are some women who are listening to this. and I. And oh, I, no, I just meant like Julia Roberts or Elizabeth Shue. Or I hope Sid they are Trump. listening because if they were yeah. entertained, we might be able to get them to come on as guests. Or if you forget yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah, Elizabeth Shue, if you're listening, I meant about – I was serious about how pretty you are. What if so. next week's episode was <laughs> you and me and Elizabeth Shue, Cindy Crawford, and Julia Roberts? <laughs> oh, man. I would, I would use that as a – I would tell people that just so they tune in. We would probably get a lot of people listening in yeah. on that episode. Yeah, and we just, we just hire a couple of hookers to pretend that they're them, right? Yes. We just don't tell anybody that it's yeah. actually not them. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong with that idea? Ah, it totally works. It's the internet, Jake. <laughs> okay. No holds barred. Oh, boy. I'm going to have to yeah, run that by my wife. Yeah. Or maybe not. Maybe I'm not supposed to do that. <sighs> Is it? I feel like, yeah, I don't know. Is Elizabeth Shue married? This is one of these <laughs> things that I'm not good at. You know, when you start thinking about slayers, like now like, we're back to the solid like round of the Jake this even... of Jake Johansson podcast. Does, yeah. Is Elizabeth Shue married? I don't know. Do you know? <laughs> if only there was a way for us to find out. But <laughs> like, I forgot that Richard Gere was married to Cindy Crawford. Yeah, I forgot that that was a thing. Well, that I'm not the... good. I don't keep. I don't read though. I need to look at those magazines once in a while of like the you know on the grocery checkout lane. Well, there was. But a, then I'll be honest. There was a period in my life where I had my eye on Cindy Crawford. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so that's how. Yeah, that's how I remembered that. Anyway, yeah. 
Yeah, you uh, do need to keep an eye on the tabloids. But then everybody's a celebrity now, so half the people that are the celebrity marriages, I don't even know who they are. I've never even heard of them before. So it's like, look, just skip to the Elizabeth shoes. Well, that's and- why I don't buy those tabloids, because I feel like buying those tabloids is an admission that you're not a celebrity. Yeah, that's true. And so I don't buy them because I like to think maybe I am a celebrity, and so I'm against those tabloids because they always get me wrong. I like it. Exactly. They don't know you. They don't know me. They know what they think is me, but they don't know the real me, the me that you know, Nigel, and the me that our listeners know. I know. I know. (laughs) Yeah, I know you know because we know each other. We know. We know the real each other, but the real Cindy Crawford... I'm just going to go look in one of those magazines to find out what Richard Gere is doing now because I'm really wondering if he is living with the Dalai Lama and saving the world. I've got news for you. I think uh, I think those magazines have kind of moved on from Richard Gere. Yeah, that's true. They're dealing that's with true. they're dealing with some younger people that we're not even completely yeah. familiar with. Sometimes I look at the front of the tabloid and the person that they're having a giant gossip thing about. I don't even know who that is. I know that's what I'm saying. I don't even know who most of them are. That's when I right. worry. That's when I worry that I am in an alternate alternate dimension, and in fact, my life is not real. It's being made up by someone else, or else I would know who those people are in that tabloids. If this was my world, if this was my fantasy, if everyone else was living in my fantasy, then when I looked at the tabloid, I would know who everybody is. But I don't. Yeah. So that I could know. be evidence that I'm inside someone else's mind instead of them inside of mine. It oh, makes me about- a little bit uneasy. Think about how rich your life would be if you knew who all the people in that tabloid magazine were. Oh. I think that's what the people who buy the tabloid magazines are thinking. <laughs> I think they think this is really gonna this is gonna fill me up. Yeah, with, this is enhancing my life. Yeah, I don't need a uh, book. I need one of these magazines to fill me up. Yeah, with uh, who's hot and who's not in their bikini picture right. contest. Although I feel like who's hot and who's not, I think we all are individually in charge of making that decision. No, no, the magazine is because they put, have you ever seen, they put those comparisons of like somebody in one bathing suit and then somebody in the same bathing suit and who's hotter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's got to make you feel good when one day you open up the magazine and that's you in there. Well, I have to admit that I'm always a little bit disappointed every year when they come out with that sexiest man alive thing, and it's not me. It's not you. (laughs) Again. Yeah. Hey, nobody's more surprised than me. I'm telling you. (laughs) No, I know. Your surprise is not you. Oh, no, you. I mean, your surprise is not me. Oh, that's generous of you to say that. Yeah, well, you know. We're friends. Yeah, we're friends. That's the evidence. And I know it's important to you that that's something that you've been working towards. <laughs> it is. So you being think, supportive. I've tried the low fat. I've switched to low carb. <laughs> I don't know what I got to do. Yeah, you got, you got on that all bacon diet for a while. I tried it for a while. I thought maybe that makes sense. It's, it was a good six months, I can tell you that. Yeah, well, <laughs> I know. But after that heart attack, I'm glad you stopped. Yeah, I did. I even when I started to feel uneasy before the heart attack, I thought, well, maybe this is just a phase that I'm going through with the all bacon diet, and if I stick with it, I'll have a breakthrough. And then it turned out that that breakthrough was a small series of heart attacks, and uh, what they also say could have been a mini stroke. But uh, I'm okay. But yeah, who knew how many uh, different meals you could make with bacon? Yeah, well, Amazing. I also believe that that stroke was not because of the bacon. That was because of some additives and pre- preservatives that were added to it. Yeah, it's the FDA's fault. 
Yeah, they're regulating in our business, making decisions about what we can put in our bodies. Those people. Uh, those, uh, ruining bacon for everybody. It'll be great when they're all out of our way, out of our hair, the FDA. Yeah, government. Mm-hmm. Did you do, uh, I don't know why this just popped into my head, but did you do the Earth Day thing? Did you hear, did you see that Earth, uh, what's it called, World? It's coming up, isn't it? It's World Earth. No, there was some thing where you shut off the power for an hour. Uh-huh. Out of the day, it was a few days ago. You turn the power off for an hour, everybody in the world does to, to celebrate the Earth, to fix the world. Oh, I guess I must have fucked that up. It's from I'm 830. The guy, to, it was, I'm it was the guy who like, didn't do it. <laughs> I, I didn't do it either, but I don't even understand it. I don't see how that helps anything. If you turn your lights off for an hour, how does that help the world? I mean, I turn them off for many hours during the day. I night. know. That's I what I'm saying. I've already got my <laughs> lights off. That's what I'm saying. I turn my lights off all the I turn everything off all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I hear you. But I don't, I don't know. I guess it's just one of those things that it's, it's like the easiest possible thing you can do to think that you're doing something for the environment when really you're not. Not the easiest possible thing. Turning your lights off for an hour? It's pretty easy. I think there's, I don't think there's much less that you could do. Well, other than being like, I think most people turn their lights off and then jumped in their giant SUV and drove around the block for an hour. And yeah, then so came home and turned turn the home. lights back on, yeah. and we're like, no. "There, we did it!" Yeah, <laughs> solid day, <laughs> save the earth. Solid day. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of turning the lights off, Nige, is it that time? I think it's time we got to wrap this baby up. You want to turn our computer? To. You want to turn our computers off and save the world? <laughs> yeah, maybe so. It's just going to save the environment. Maybe if you know what, guys, if you everybody turn their computers off for an hour, we'll find that plane. Oh, right? I thought we were saving the world. We're finding the plane now? Why? Well, it's who knows what you can accomplish if you turn things off. Okay, everyone, here's what you do. Here's what you do. <laughs> Just a couple of seconds, or maybe a minute, because I'm going to wrap this up after we're done. But, uh, yeah, just turn everything off. Make a wish. Make a wish. Turn everything off. Make a wish and, and turn you... everything off. Close your eyes. Yeah. And when you open them up, if I'm not the sexiest man alive, <laughs> close your eyes again. <laughs> Yep. And try it one more time. <laughs> Turn everything off and wish for Jake to be the sexiest man alive and me to get a date with Elizabeth Shue. Oh, for a second, I forgot it was Elizabeth Shue. When you said Elizabeth, I thought you were going to say Hurley because that would also be a good date. Oh, that would be a nice one, too. Yeah, that would be nice. Either one. Would you say either one? Sure. Really anybody. Just any, sure. any, <laughs> any gorgeous woman that... Uh, yeah. That people are familiar with, well, you know, because nice. a famous like, gorgeous lady. Yeah, a famous gorgeous lady. Because it can't be somebody. Then we can talk about it in the podcast about my famous gorgeous date instead of a date with you know your gorgeous neighbor or something that nobody right. knows. That's pointless. That's useless in terms of building a fan base for this podcast. No, you need a date with a famous gorgeous lady who then is yeah. totally cool then, with the fact that you're going to talk about it afterwards. Maybe she comes on the podcast and we talk about our date. Yeah, well, she's going to have to get in line yeah. behind Julia Roberts, Elizabeth Shue, and uh, Cindy true. Crawford. Yeah, yeah, maybe even Richard Gere. We talked to Cindy. We get Richard Gere on, too, so find out what went wrong. But it could happen, Nigel. Unlike Canada, America is the land of opportunity. That's true. It is the land of opportunity until the next big quake hits, and then it's all over. Well, 
All I'm <laughs> saying is if, if you're looking for Elizabeth Shue or Cindy Crawford or uh, Julia Roberts, you're going to have to come to America. Yeah, that's true. Because this is where they live. Most earthquake, of the time. earthquake or no earthquake? I'm sure they've also got houses in France or someplace, you know. Well, we can't go to France, Jake. Come on. No. We, there's no way we're moving the podcast to France based on a potential meeting with Julia Roberts. No, you're right. Although I am open to it if you feel like it's something we could do. Always Mr. Rational. No, I think you're right, <laughs> Nigel. <laughs> well, let's give it some more thought. We'll talk about it again on the next one. Okay. Get some nice pictures of you on the uh, Riviera. Uh, maybe you make that sexiest man. Yeah. I'm maybe get, it's the pictures. We need the right pictures. I need a workshop on my uh, Photoshop portfolio. Uh, you know, I don't know how you get to be the sexiest man alive. Like I said, I've tried. But uh, <laughs> we can uh, we can talk about that later. Meanwhile, thanks. Thanks, Nigel. Thank you. For another great hour-ish amount of time. We had a lot. We had a good chunk of uh, quiet time in the middle of this podcast. Well, the lulls are part of it. You know, it's not all it's not all fastballs. That's not how you win a game in the major leagues. You got to throw some curves and some sliders and some off-speed junk. Podcast can't be just all talking. No, some of it's pausing. It's not how they work. Some of it is just listening. Some of it's pausing. So we're going to pause now, as you turn everything off and save the world. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, yeah. And cut. And cut. Oh, man. I really hope that uh, those ladies were listening. Yeah, me too. It's a pretty good chance. Pretty good chance when you think about it logically. It's a big world, and the internet is open to the public. Certainly, yeah. And celebrities, what do celebrities do all day? They can't be out in the public. They listen to the podcast. I don't have any restrictions on iTunes as far as to who's able to download this. So, yeah. So who knows? It's possible it could happen. Who knows who's listening? I don't. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> okay, nice. I, I know a lot of people that aren't listening. <laughs> I know a lot of people that don't listen to me, Jake, and I just can't get them to listen to me. No, I've quit trying. Which is weird. I've quit trying. Difficult. Yeah. Um, Okay. So you see, there you saw. We didn't see anything. You heard it. You heard it all here first. Not like those delayed versions of this podcast would ha- which happen elsewhere on other people's things and devices. You heard it here on this device, your device. It was us, Nigel and I. Thank you for listening. Episode 90. Back. We're back. <clears throat> we're all back. I guess you were here all along. I don't know if you're in America even. I was I was thinking. I was just picturing you here in the United States, and I thought, well, maybe some of you aren't. Maybe some of you are elsewhere. And uh, thank you for being wherever you are while you're listening to this. Nice work. Nice work. And with that in mind, let me remind you not to give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. Uh, it's only going to be a week before we're going to be back together. Who knows? It could be sooner than that. I've said that before, and sometimes it's happened to be the case. And other times, well, it's a week. Or you could be backlogging these. You could be saving them and listening to them all in a back-to-back binge-a-thon of listening. 
to me talking. Man, I'm glad I've broken it up into several pieces because I don't know if I could have done these got to be at least a hundred hours of me talking to someone. I don't think I could have done it all in a row. In fact, I'm sure I couldn't have. Man needs sleep, and I'm a man. <sighs> well, there, I've broken it down for you. Thanks again, and uh, I will speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Talk into the machine, please.